0: Welcome back to the 12-Sided Guys, and players, welcome to level 8. Woo! We have Matt playing the blossoming storm of the western sky, Pine. Hi. Scott playing the dimension chaperone of the twilight sky, Joff. That's me. Jordan playing the waiting life stimulator of the chilly morning, Ebby. Ooh, salutations. Sabrina playing the auspicious custodian of the Red Skies at Night, Nari. Hey there. And me, Paul, (laughs) just call me oh, I can't even do this joke. It's so bad. (laughs) Let's hear it.
1: I can't even do it.
0: It's
2: so bad. I'm so sorry, everybody, (laughs) but I'm here anyway.
0: And me, Paul, just call me Angel of the Morning. Angel, just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Okay, <laughs> oh, man. that one was really, really bad, and I have a yeah, feeling really they'll bad. just get worse from here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm confused. I don't know that I caught the
3: reference well, there. it's a
0: song by Juice Newton, apparently. Um, oh, but I just man. want to give a shout out to the random name generator that I found that helped me pick all the titles for our heroes today. I couldn't have done it without you. Anyway. We're glad you made it this far. Things are definitely getting interesting. Threads are unraveling and plots are being revealed. If you like what we're doing, tell a friend. Or support us more by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 12SidedGuys. There's some good stuff over there and possibly even a little something from us to you. Andrew became a patron recently, and I think he should earn a title as well. How about the Righteous Generation Treasurer of the Southwest Airlines? Anyway...
2: (laughs) Anyway. Now an official sponsor of the Twelve Seven Guys.
0: <laughs> if you never got around to changing your title from Chicken Chaser, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex, Episode Forty Eight.
2: It's such a good game. Really, the first one. The first one. Okay, the first one. Your thumbs get really sore.
0: Really sore. I, I just. Yeah. Rem- I remember like reading about it and all the promises about this awesome game, and then I got it the day it released, and was sorely disappointed after beating it in a day. Yeah, it wasn't as long as it was kind of meant to well, be. Well, and it didn't really have. Like Your choices didn't really have the impact that they promised either. They do, 100%. I'll tell you exactly why. Real quick. Real quick. Is it Bowerstone? Is that the name of the city there? Bowerstone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Bowerstone, you can't kill anybody, but you can punch people all you want and there was a guy who was like hey there chicken chaser my daughter would think you were really something but first off you need to get a haircut so then you get this really stupid haircut then you get this really crazy mustache and then you get like tattoos and everything like that and then you show up to him like the sixth time and he just starts laughing at you and he's like thanks a lot you made my day so i punched him for five (laughs) minutes straight (laughs) and when i left that screen all of a sudden, I had horns. I had a cloud over my head. I was totally, totally evil. It was, it was hilarious. So <laughs> that really didn't impact the story. No, though. you're right. It didn't. No, <laughs> nobody cared. They
2: did. They did that better in uh, the later games, but I still enjoyed them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, welcome back to the adventure, um,
0: Matt. I understand that. A, a certain fan has written something for, for the show. Yes. Um, sorry, I was putting my Roomba to bed.
1: <laughs> oh, good night, tiny Roomba. Don't
0: call Ebby a Roomba. <laughs> that is incredibly rude. <laughs> this, this is Jarvis, our Roomba. Yeah, my son, who I listen to the podcast with, um, he really likes it, and he wrote a poem uh, about our podcast, and I'd love to share it.
1: Oh, I didn't realize it was your son who wrote it. That's so cute.
0: Yeah, so this is my son's poem. It says, They're the 12 sided guys. Everybody, please say your highs. First, we have Matt playing as Pine. That name totally isn't mine. Then, we have Scott playing as Joff, who is Roos. Joff is totally not a tree. That's a spruce. Next, we have Jordan playing as Ebby, the robot. Ebby sold a magical item that they got. <laughs> Then we have Sabrina as Nari, the giant. Nari has helped a fallen heaven client. That's a good run. Last we have Paul, the DM of the game. Let's hope this episode is insane. They're the twelve-sided guys. Everybody, please say your buys. <laughs> Bravo! Nice. I oh, dig that was it. snapping.
1: That was amazing.
0: I I will tell him you thought so. Okay. As. Nari and the boys and their current ally, Magister Colbry, finish a, uh, a long rest in this dome of energy that has kept them protected uh, for the last eight hours. Nari sits over, kind of by herself, writing a note.
1: Tazar, if you're reading this, it means I failed the prophecy as well. The boys and I, along with Magister Colbry. Or Fulbri, whoever he is now. We've been locked in this underground for for several hours now. This crystal wall appears to be staying in place, and we're trapped. If we don't escape, Tazar, I want you to know how proud I am of you. You walked into this danger, into this dungeon, on behalf of your clan. That was bravery. And don't worry about your moment of hesitation earlier even the best warrior knows when to let others fight their battles especially when fighting these unknown beings i'm just happy you're safe or i hope you're safe adressa was hit pretty hard when she tried to smash that crystal well no you will be home safe and i will be home safe you'll you'll never have to read this letter love nari and then she'll kind of fold it up put it someplace prominent where if someone did kind of come down to this basement they would find it easily
4: hey look everybody i found a letter
1: <laughs> <Huzzah>! <laughs> <laughs> for all, for all perception.
0: <laughs> oh gosh that's, that's hilarious well very good that's very very sweet all right um The last place we left Nari and the boys is in a small room after defeating a statue that was covered in crystals that came to life and started to wall up everybody. Tazar and Adressa managed to um, survive the combat, but they did not follow you as the crystals sealed off the hallway that led to the stairway heading further down into the depths of this facility. And now in this small room, we have... uh, Colbury, Pine, Nari, Joff, and Ebi. And as this long rest comes to an end, and the dome that Magister Colbury had created, as it pops out of existence,
3: what are you guys going to do? Well, I suppose we should continue descending and see what's down here, right? Agreed. I think I'd like to take a
4: look at this crystal wall to see if it's changed at all since since last night, or whenever, whatever time of day it is.
0: Yeah, you you check out the wall. You've probably been watching it, too, as you guys have been resting, you know, um, whenever somebody was doing a watch or whatever. Um, you can make a, an investigation check. Pine rolled a 15. Joff can assist him. Scratch that. Pine got a 17, then. Thanks, Joff. Anytime. <laughs> Pine, as you're checking out this wall, um, it looks... The only thing you can, you can tell is that it looks like it may have um, extended... Uh, not into your, where you guys are, but it looks, um, as you're looking through, cause crystals are kind of, uh, translucent a little bit, you know, light yeah. can pass through them. They look, it looks thicker than it did when it first started to form. Oh, great. Whether that means that it has moved further into the room where you fought the crystal golem, or it's just kind of thickened up and, and gotten even harder and, and more solid. It's hard to tell, but it does look different than it did before you started your long rest. Okay. Well, I was hoping
4: that it would, um, maybe, maybe it was a, a, a kind of a, a day long thing where maybe it started to, like pit and, um, and, and decompose after a while since it appeared so quickly. But it looks to be even thicker than it was when we took our rest.
1: I, I think going down is going to be our only choice.
2: I hope that going down leads to another way out. I was just thinking that same thing. That If that's our only way out, we're going to have to find a way through it.
4: Well, I do have this detonator.
2: <laughs> and I still have all those cores from those anvil and hammer bros we killed.
3: That's true. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's... There's something I could potentially attempt or try, but I'd have to burn some, some of my magic skill after having regained it. It requires a bit of potent magic. Well, it's... Let's save it for a final option.
2: Yeah, let's see what's below us, and if we do have to come back up through this way, then we can cross that bridge, or that crystal wall, when the time comes. Okay, that sounds reasonable.
1: Who knows, maybe we've made it through the worst of things.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not true. Uh, oh, that wasn't a joke? I knocked on the crystal wall, and he's like, knock on crystal! Uh, don't touch yeah. that crystal. Man, Oh yeah, as <laughs> your hand gets close to it You can feel a little zzz, a little like a zap of, uh, of energy um, And you realize, you remember what Happened with Adressa when she tried to smash the crystal That was growing up out of the ground in it The damage that she dealt to the crystal actually Got damaged back to her as lightning damage So, Alright So you guys are going to go down Before you guys go down Is there anything you guys may have talked about As you guys were resting Or are you ready to move on I think I'm ready to move on.
1: Yeah, let's do him.
0: You guys head down the staircase. What is the marching order?
2: I can scout ahead if you guys want me to.
3: I'll take second point on that.
1: Yeah, Nari will also kind of come up with Ebby
2: and, and I guess Pine will be at the rear. I'm going to try and be stealthy about it. And I rolled a nat 20 to start Ooh. out the night. Got a 27 on my stealth. Nice. nice.
0: Yeah, you guys are like, okay, so Joff's going to go scout ahead. And again, I think this happened last time when you guys were in the catacombs under V. You guys start talking about what's going to happen and you turn your head and Joff is already gone. You didn't hear him leave or anything. Um, and Joff, you, uh, you sneak down these stairs. The staircase goes down about, oh, 25 feet. And you can see at the bottom, because you have dark vision now. Yeah. That there is a... There is a, it opens up into this room, a kind of a, a small 20 foot by 20 foot room. Um, the tiles on the floor, I think um, they're, they're kind of decorative and, um, and nice. They have like a diamond pattern to them. Um, everything looks in relatively good shape. And to the, um, to the South of this room, there it's a solid, like a square room and the stairs come down kind of on the Western wall. And on the South wall, there is a doorway. And the doorway is currently open. You can see the door that slides and it is actually slid open. So you can see that there is a hallway stretching to the south from this room. Okay. And the hallway stretches about 30 feet. And then it looks like it takes a turn to
2: the east. Okay. I will whisper up the stairs. All right, guys, it's safe to come down here. I'm going to move down the hallway. All right. Okay cautiously move down the stairs and
0: wait wait at the bottom yeah likewise for Ebby let's make some uh
3: stealth checks then pine rolled an 11.
1: oh no nari rolled a six
3: and uh Ebby rolled an eight <laughs> and, and Colby rolled a three <laughs>
1: We tripped down the stairs. Yeah, Colby
0: tripped into all of us, so we just kind of fell down the stairs like a Three Stooges thing. (laughs) I I think what happens is Colby pulls up the rear and he accidentally trips on his staff, which he has light um, coming from the staff, so it helps light up the area. And he trips and bumps Nari, and Nari just clang, 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 clang down the stairs, knocking everybody down as you go. And then Cobra is calling down,
3: I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> he's just he's just yelling, down, I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> my <Whoopsie>. bad, guys.
0: <laughs> Whoops, my bad. All right. And then he says, what's that first step? It's a doozy. And then he looks around for somebody to laugh, and nobody laughs because it's a terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> All right. So everyone is down in the room. Joff, you heard everything. Every single um, step. All right. But you are down this hallway. You can see that um, as you come down this hallway, um, again, the tiles are the same in this room uh, or in this hallway as they were in the room. And this hallway uh, takes a uh, it kind of has a 90 degree turn and it heads to the east. And you are like, I guess, currently standing kind of at the corner. um, Yeah, kind of peeking over around the corner. All right. As you peek around the corner, you can see that um, there is a doorway uh, and it is closed. There is a closed door. Okay. At the kind of right after this hallway takes a turn. Can I uh, try and quietly open it? Is it locked? Um, Why don't you go ahead and are you going to try to be sneaky like you have been? Yes. Last time I made you make sleight of hand checks to make sure that how much you're going to move it and everything to see if it's locked or not. Okay. You want me to do sleight of hand or do you want me to do stealth?
2: Either one, whichever you want. Okay. So I rolled a seventeen, sleight of hand, and I'm gonna gonna do one of my one of my dice. Okay. To add three to that, so I got twenty. Oh, so nice. That, roll. that was um, Squire. Uh, okay. Quieting the noise for me. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he kind of uh puts his hand on your hand
0: real quick, and he's like puts his finger up to his mouth. Shh. And he helps you kind of slow down as you're trying to open the door. Um, The door does not slide like the other ones do. It seems like it may
2: be locked. Why don't you make a perception check as well while you're there, Joff? Okay. And I'll, I can have, I'll pull Gigi out of my pocket. And as I'm doing a perception check, kind of motion her towards the lock. Yeah. So for my perception, I got a 15. Okay. Might as well use it. I'm going to use another D8. I've got, I can do it a couple times each day. So, okay. So add five to So 20 on my perception check.
0: Oh, wow. Another 20. Um, as you are standing by this door, you pull Gigi out. Gigi looks bedraggled because she has been in your pocket for like the last, I don't know, 12 sessions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I feed her regularly yes, and I pet do her a lot.
1: I was thinking about that. I missed her. So
2: <laughs> I was thinking, didn't, didn't you recently feed her like fairly recently?
0: You fed her some uh, some thieves tools. Okay, yes, true. <laughs> yes, I did feed
2: her thieves' tools.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that was way back in Arkham. But no, Gigi, um, Gigi kind of comes out and kind of licks your hand a little bit and looks you looks at you in the eye and gets the message of what you're looking for and flutters over to the door as you are kind of listening, uh, kind of trying to see what is uh, what's going on on the other side of the door. You hear Joff. You hear a a buzz. It almost like the sound of like getting your ear too close to bees, you know, when they buzz in your ear, but it's very faint, right? You can hear that
3: zzz, zzz, zzz,
2: uh, on the other side of the door. Okay. So Gigi got a 17 on her sleight of hand to open the, the lock. Okay. Gigi uh, sticks her tail in, looks into the lock as
0: well, trying to eyeball it, sticks her tongue in there a couple of times, even sticks a claw in there and then turns around and flutters back to your shoulder um, and kind of drops her head because she couldn't get it unlocked oh no what did those uh special um thieves tools give you they were they were a plus one. Oh, they were a plus one okay a so it would have been an
2: 18 then yeah
0: and the difficulty was a 20 so still uh, she failed dang it okay okay what's everybody else doing in that room up at the at the uh at the other end of the hall
4: It's my party and I'm crying for
1: what. Can we see anything? Like is there anything on the walls Or is it just kind of a plain diamond floor? Uh, There's like a diamond pattern
0: on the floor um, Kind of repeating tiles The walls are just um, It is made of stone And the stone looks like it's very well placed Like um, you have seen like some very well built houses And manors and things like that Um, And this is on par with that quality
1: Look at the construction on this place.
0: <laughs> These guys knew what they were doing.
1: They don't build them like this anymore, I tell you.
0: Um, Colbry is going to kind of venture past you guys warily and wait, try wait to. Colbry,
2: wait,
4: wait. Mm. Yes. Let him do his thing. Oh. Give him a second.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, Joff will come quietly back towards the group and I'll, um,. I'll say, all right, guys, there's a locked door up ahead and Gigi did her best, but she wasn't able to pick it this time. I can try again, but um, it might take me a minute.
4: (laughs) Try it again.
2: I think trying again um, would be preferable to, I think, our other option, which would be Nari. (laughs) (laughs) Does it
1: sound like there's something on the other side?
2: Yeah, there's a, it seems like some sort of mechanical whirring or a buzzing sound on the other side of the door. I'm not certain what it is. Robot bees. (laughs) 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 That's gold. I got to write that one down. So give me another minute. I'll run back
3: down there. Abby's going to move forward to kind of inspect over here
1: too. Uh, Yeah, and Nari will come kind of stand behind them just in case whatever's in there decides to break down the door hears us and co- opens the door.
0: Okay. And Colby comes and stands behind everybody and he's got his book out and he's, he's looking through, it looks like he's looking for something. Oh, what, what's the door made of? It's the same type of door. So it's like, it's a, as you've been encountering before, it's, it's made out of metal and it's decorated, decorated with uh like, uh, brass and copper, like filigree, I think is what it's technically called. But like Got little it. designs and decorations of of uh, like um, whirls and patterns and things on the door. Um, very well made, but made out of metal. It's it's pretty solid, but they're thin. They are thin doors. I love how we all just lined up right behind the door. And if it's trapped, that's all of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's what we would do. We'll be fine. Oh. Nah. Joff will pull Gigi out and I will have her try it again. I'll give her a little treat, give her a little pep talk. All right, girl, you got this. You got this. I know it's a tricky one. Anyway, we could do the uh, help action. Yes, you can do the help
0: action. And because you already tried it and you failed, I'm going to increase the difficulty. Difficulty is
2: now a 22. Okay. All right, Gigi. I know you can do it. I I have faith in you. And uh, Squire, be ready to help a little bit. Big money, no whammies. I rolled a
1: twenty-two, nice oh, with oh, advantage. Oh
2: man, yeah. As uh, as you
0: are, uh, as Gigi is kind of working in the lock, you're kind of sitting back, very nervous and kind of anxious. And at one point, you see um, you see Gigi starting to get a little bit frustrated, and then you see Squire just not not all of Squire, but just like a hand and just one finger, just kind of just kind of rub Gigi's back a little bit, just to comfort her a little bit, calm her down, and then she kind of. Takes a little breath, and then just a real quick of the tongue into the lock, and you hear a tiny click, and the lock is undone. That's my girl, and she flutters back to you, looking very pleased with herself.
2: Oh yeah, you should be pleased
0: with yourself. And she keeps looking over your shoulder, Joff. Oh wait, could you see Squire? She licks her eyeball and climbs back into your pocket. Huh. All right, little cutie, I got snacks for you later. Okay, the door is now unlocked so just so everyone knows what's going on who's listening we now have um, a hallway with a door um, it is a short hallway and we have Joff and Ebby standing next to the door and behind them we have Pine and Nari and behind Pine we have Colbry.
4: should we move back in the hall to let um, Joff
0: investigate stealthily again I'm happy to do it
1: that seems like a good call
0: I suppose that's a good idea. Colbri is already backing up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nari's not going to back up all the way, though. She's going to stay around this corner here. So if anything, sounds like there might be some danger she can jump in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. All right. Joff,
2: you going to open the door? Yes. I rolled a 23 for my stealth, and I'm going to open the door. All right. You...
0: Put your hand on the door and you start to slide it very slowly. And as soon as the door kind of opens just the slightest little bit, that buzzing sound gets 10 times louder. Oh and no! There is a circular room. You are on the western side, and on the eastern side, straight across, there is another door. Also, to the south, you can see that there is another kind of doorway. But in the center of the room is this massive red crystal with electricity, lightning, arcing out of it in this circle. It looks like there is like, probably about a, a 10 foot radius circle of lightning around this red crystal. And spaced along the wall are these strange copper contraptions that are actually, it looks like, It's hard to tell because lightning moves really fast whether energy is going from the contraptions on the wall and shooting towards the crystal or if those contraptions are sucking the electricity away from the crystal. But regardless, it kind of looks like there is a red crystal in the middle with a circle of lightning running around it and then spokes um, of electricity coming off of it. There are four spokes, or sorry, five spokes on the northern half of the circle and there are six spokes on the
2: southern half of the circle. And that is what you see. Okay, I'll look back over my shoulder towards the group in the hallway and say, I found the buzzing, guys. Evie will come down and look in the room as well.
1: Nari will, yeah, kind of peek her head around the corner here, but sort of stay behind uh, Evie.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what you guys see. You can see that across the hallway, uh, or across the room, there is another doorway. And to the south, it looks like there's
2: another doorway as well. Well, if anybody can jump out of the way, if it's trapped, it's me. So I'll take the first step in. Do be careful, though. So as you step
0: into this room, just so you, just so everyone's aware, the circular part of the room, there is a little five-foot section of hallway before you actually enter the circle on the eastern and the southern and the western wall. So, Joff, you step into the room, but you are still not necessarily in the circular part of the room. As you step into that five foot square before you were actually in the circle, the hairs on your arms and on the back of your neck stand straight out as you are just, you know, there's so much static and electricity in the
2: air. I'm just positively charged. (laughs)
5: Yes,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, and I will take another like five foot step in. So I'm within the circle. Okay, you're in the circular room. You are not yet close enough
0: to... Okay, so let me let me describe the room a little bit better because the room is circle, uh, but it's uh, its 40 feet across. So it's a 40-foot diameter circular room. So you are kind of on the outside edge of this circular part of the room. You step in, and I need you to make a dexterity save. Difficulty 15. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Here we go.
2: I Oh, I rolled a nat. One. Okay. But what? I'm going to use my ring of evasion and pass and pass.
0: Okay. You take no damage. Now here's what I need you to do. Joff, you instantly get the impression that you can move through this room and I'll just let you know for every 10 feet of movement, it's another zap or you can back up. So you've got five feet of free movement right now. And then the next 10
2: feet will be another zap. Okay. Um, Looking around the room, are there any obvious, like, levers or switches or buttons or anything? Make a quick perception check. Can I do investigation? Nope, you can't, because this is all happening split second
0: right now. You realize that if you if you stop moving for too long, it's going to zap you again.
2: Okay, uh, 22 perception.
0: You cannot see anything of the sort. You can see that these, uh, as you're looking around the room really quick, you get the definite impression that these uh, these kind of contraptions on the wall, these these, like, copper and brass contraptions are actually sucking the energy into them so it's like pulling this energy away from the
2: crystal that's about all you can tell um yes okay i'm gonna do something crazy guys i'm gonna take another step towards the crystal okay and so that's 10 feet out i'll probably have to make another save So you're going to try to walk in through the circle of electricity that
0: actually is surrounding the crystal. Yes. Nice into the room. Okay. I am going to need you to make another dexterity save. Okay. I just rolled a save and I got a 21 on the deck save. You do not take any damage. However, you cannot get closer to the crystal. Okay. You step up there and it it arcs out at you and you leap back um, for safety. It is, for all um, intents and purposes... Is that correct? Is that how you say it? Anyway, it's a solid wall to you, basically. A solid wall of electricity. Yeah, intents and purposes. Yeah. All right. Okay.
1: But you can say intensive purposes, and and that's okay, too. (laughs) Because that's how everyone hears it.
2: (laughs) I am going to... Oh, man. Because it's going to be, like, four checks to get to the other side. So it'll be... It'll be... Yeah, it'll be a lot of checks to the other side. Uh, One... To, it'll be two
0: checks to get to the southern door. Okay. And once you get to that little section of hallway, if it's the same as on the western wall that you came from, um, that little section of hallway before you open the door um, is safe. Okay.
1: I don't mind running through that too. Like I have a lot of HP. If it, if you want me to just go well, down we there,
2: we don't know how much damage oh, man. it does yet. <laughs> oh i'm gonna risk it though i'm gonna start running towards the the southern hallway and say i'm gonna look for a button or some way to turn this off okay all right so you can get down to
0: that southern hallway i need you to make two more dexterity saves
2: i got an 11 and a 26 for the 11 i'll use another charge of my ring of evasion to turn that to a success you are like cartwheeling over these bolts of electricity as they are as they are
0: zapping at you. You feel supernatural, um, like uh, almost like almost like Squire grabs your shoulder and pulls you back as something zaps and hits the wall. Um, and you manage to get to this southern uh, little hallway. And there's a door on this on this southern wall. Um, and you are now safe. I see now. Pine has stepped up towards this circular room. He's stepped past the door into that little five-foot section of hallway. Pine, your hair stands up on end. And in fact, your the hairs on the tips of your ears, they flare out like a fan. I look amazing. Um, <laughs> you look fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, and reminder, it's only one of the ears because the other one has been cut off halfway. True. Down. Yes, yes. Thank you for um, inviting me. So, how high up on the wall are these copper and brass mechanisms? That's, Pine's coming, kind of coming in to see if... If we could just smash one of these and it might kill us all or turn the electricity <laughs> off. It is, uh, it's, it's about chest height. Okay. So we may try smashing these things,
4: but I don't want to go any farther in. Let's let Joff do his thing.
2: I, yeah, I wouldn't recommend coming in. It's uh pretty dangerous. And I'm so glad I took another level of rogue.
1: uh, It's really coming in handy. I'm
0: not going to lie. When I designed this room and then I found out you took another level of rug, I was like, that's probably for the best. (laughs) That's probably for the best. I was also thinking, oh man, maybe they should have kept that blue scale mail. Oh man. Yeah. Joff, you are now at this southern door. Is anybody else doing anything? Just debating, trying to break one of these copper and brass mechanisms, but...
1: Yeah, I mean Nari's keeping an eye out for any changes, but I think uh, I think for right now she's going to give Ruth a chance to, or Joff a chance to uh, do his thing.
3: Okay. Yeah, similar similar story from Abby. He's just kind of watching with bated breath to see what happens. So <laughs> so Pine is technically in the room, but he's in that little section of hallway.
0: Um, Nari and Ebby and Colby are all still out in that first hallway.
2: Okay, um, Joff, you are here at this door. I'll try the door, see if it opens. It is unlocked. Okay. What do I see on the other side of the door?
0: As the door slides open, you see another small, like 20 foot by 20 foot room. And at the far end, the Southern wall, there is this, um, stone kind of altar kind of desk thing. And on it, there is this blue crystal and this blue crystal is glowing and pulsing. And that is at first glance, the only thing
2: you see in the room. Okay. I will step into the room and walk up to the device and try and figure out what it does. Okay.
0: Um, as you step closer to this room, uh, to this, uh, to this device, um, you get closer to it, you start looking at it and you can actually feel the hairs on your arms on the back of your neck, starting to stand up again, not nearly as bad as in the previous room that you were in with the arcing lightning and the big giant red crystal. And so you see these um, these kind of arcane buttons, I guess. Um, it looks like some of the runes are carved
2: onto little squares, almost like a keyboard. Joff is going to holler back out the door. Hopefully they can hear over the buzzing and say, I found what looked like buttons. I'm going to just start pressing them. <laughs> it sounds like
1: a great idea. <laughs> I imagine... Like that 90s hacker like scene where chops over there playing with this keyboard. He's <laughs> pushing <laughs> <gonna> everything. <laughs>
0: uh, you're going to play with the keyboard cowboys of cyberspace? Hack the planet. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Hack the planet. I did say keyboard cowboys of cyberspace. Anybody know what that's from real quick? No. It's a line from Julia Stiles from the TV show Ghost Oh, yeah. Wait, was she the actress in Ghostwriter? She was a guest star. She was a guest star. She was in the hacking episode or the hacking four-part episode. Anyway, (laughs) Ghostwriter, terrible show. I watched it all the time.
2: (laughs) I actually like. I was little. I enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) He's a ghost, and he writes to us. Ghostwriter. Word.
2: Word. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, Joff. Why don't you make an Arcana check? Oh, man, I am not good at this. We'll see what happens. I rolled an 18. Nice. Are you kidding me? Okay, no. Dude, you're
1: rolling so well tonight.
0: (laughs) Seriously. All right. Jeff. you are looking at this contraption. You're like trying to figure out what is going on. You don't know what to push. And for some reason, you think of, why don't I just push the, the button that's on the very top left corner? yeah,
2: start at the top left and move across to the right. See what happens. And you manage to the very first button you push is escape. <laughs> 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 no, you, you you don't
0: know why, but you you just kind of, you're looking at this thing and you're like, you know what, I'll just start at the top left. I mean, might as well. And you push the button and you hear this. Boom. And what everyone else sees in that room, you see the crystal actually start to glow brighter, but... The electrical circle of lightning and all of the little spokes of lightning that are being sucked up by that copper apparatus—it um, shuts down. And pine, there's still a little bit of static in the air. You can feel it, um, like your hair is kind of still standing up a little bit, but it's not nearly as bad as it was. And this red crystal has gained back some of its some of its glow. It is it is uh, it's brighter now. Um, almost like it's not having all of its energy sucked away. Okay. So he'll he'll say,
4: let's make a break for it.
0: And Pine will just run into the room trying to run all the way across. Okay.
1: And Nario will follow.
0: <laughs> as he passes
4: by the southern door, he'll be like, great job, Joff. Rick. I don't know what I did. I just pushed
3: one button.
4: I think this is our window.
3: <laughs> and he's going to kind of do a similar thing. He might slow a little bit as he passes the crystal and be like, what in the devil were they using this thing for such a fascinating construction
0: so ebby
3: why don't you make a perception check sure let's go ahead and roll that <laughs> not very good ebby uh, rolled an 8 on his perception check okay
0: um as you are running by, you can see that like Nari's hair is still sticking up just a little bit. Joff comes running up to the door on the east side. Colbury and Pine, everyone has like this kind of um, static-y flare to their hair. And as you're running by, you're like, hmm, I don't have any hair. And that's, that's about all you notice. <laughs> you don't
5: have any hair. You stick up.
0: Um, and you get to this door on the far side. Now, it looks like, as far as I can tell, Colbury and Pine are next to the door, and Joff is behind them. So, Pine, I'm going to lead up to you. What are you going to do? I'm going to try to open the door because I have no idea how long this thing is going to be turned off. Okay. You uh, grab the door. You slide it open. It slides open very easily. It's not locked at all. And you see the door opens up into a hallway. This hallway is running uh, north and south. So you're actually kind of walking into the middle of this hallway. And um, Colby immediately jumps through. So does Pine. Okay.
1: Yeah, Nari's following.
0: And Josh is going to hang out and wait for it to turn back on. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm following into the room as well. Okay, perfect. All right. You guys all get into this hallway. Um, and um, yeah, there we go. So as you're in this hallway, you guys are kind of standing in the middle of this like uh, 50-foot hallway. Um, and so like 25 feet to the north, there is another door at the end of that hallway. And 25 feet to the south, there is a door at, the, at that end of the hallway. And that is all you see.
1: Do we hear anything or like any sort of uh, noise from either door?
0: Which door are you going to go check out, Nari? Uh,
1: Nari will go up to the north.
0: Okay. Why don't you go to the north and make a perception check?
1: Nat 20.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, Nari, as you're, as you're listening at the door, um, it's again, it's one of these sliding doors. It's made out of metal and it looks uh, you know, well made and also slightly artistic. Um, you're listening at the door and you hear, you're not sure if you hear it or if you just kind of feel it through the ground. You feel this kind of boom, but like muffled and distant, um, like it's a like it's the vibration of something big. whether it's like a door closing or whether it's like something falling, you you feel more than hear some kind of a
1: I'll relay that to the group.. Um. Maybe, maybe the other door is a little bit safer. Do you remember
4: when we were in the, um, the facility underneath the Shrine Lord Moshe, and there was that very large automaton, kind of, that was walking around and shooting mana, b- mana bursts, mana beams? Mana cannon. <laughs>
5: mana cannon, <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> I'm worried that there may be something similar
3: behind that door, walking around, pacing. That seems like a pretty safe guess.
1: I would prefer to avoid that if if uh, possible. Let's check the, the door to the
0: south, then. Okay. Who's checking that door? you will head down that way. Okay. Emmy, why don't you make a perception check at that door to see what you
3: can tell? Man, I rolled a two for a seven on that roll. Just rolling dynamite.
1: Nari will come over and help him. <laughs>
3: okay. Ebby goes down there. Pauses for just a second. He's all like, nope, totally fine. Nothing. We're good. <laughs> Basically. Nari's like, maybe you should check
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing man. down here has been totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I rolled a five that time for a 10. Yeah, you can't hear anything. Nari, you can't hear anything down here either. And just so you know, Nari, when you heard that boom, that kind of thud, that that deep reverberating feeling, um, you only heard it once. It wasn't like a repeating sound.
1: Oh, it wasn't. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll relay that to the group. And uh, what do you guys think? At least the South is silent.
3: Yeah, let's try the South first. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We'll start here and then we'll we'll check out to the North. That works.
1: Joff, do you want to try to sneak open this door quietly?
3: I can. Okay. While this is going on,
0: Pine will be watching to see if the um, arcs of electricity seem to be charging back up. Gotcha. Okay. So, Joff, why don't you make an investigation or a, a sleight of hand or stealth or whatever you're going to do for that door? Um, Pine, why don't you make a perception check?
2: Joff got a 25 on his sleight of hand to open the door.
0: Okay. So, here's what we're going to say. The door is locked. And with a 25, as soon as you put your hand on the door and you feel it, the, the resistance of it not opening, Gigi leaps out of your pocket feeling very good about what she had done previously and immediately gets to work on that lock and makes very quick work of it. As she jumps back up onto your hand and looks you in the eye, she looks incredibly smug Oh before yeah. coming back into your pocket. That's my girl. <laughs> so, so that door is now unlocked. Pine, what'd you get for your perception? I rolled an 18 on perception. Uh, Pine, as you are kind of looking, you are still not in that room again, but you start to see a little bit of like a, every once in a while, a little pop. Crack, pop, and you can see little, little, the beginnings of some arcs of energy, almost like a plasma ball, like, um, you know, when you like put your finger in one spot and it kind of like will coalesce and then there'll be a little, zzzz. yeah, but it's just a really quick little line from the crystal to one of those apparatus. Some snaps, some crackles and some pops. Exactly. It's eating rice krispies. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. You set me up for that one, Matt, and I should not have taken it. I should not have taken it. Nah. <laughs> it was a All right. it was an alley oop. <laughs> Alright. Joff, this door is now unlocked.
2: Alright, I will open the door and take a peek. Joff, I'm
0: gonna need you and it looks like you and Nari and Ebby are all kind of standing there looking at this door as it opens. I need every one of you to make a perception check.
2: Difficulty 18.
1: Yikes. <laughs> Nari rolled a
2: 10. Uh, Joff got a 19. Wow. <gasps> I'm on fire tonight, guys. I don't <laughs> I don't know. And Ebby rolled a
3: 13. At least somebody's rolling well tonight. I may actually just sit
0: this one out and sit there and read some of my Tome of Clear Thought while, while uh, Joff handles this dungeon. Oh, man. And GG. I'm only doing half of it. Yes, and to be fair, every dungeon needs a little bit of like that thief work, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but no, Joff, as you slide the door open, um, Nari and Ebi, you are instantly blinded. Not permanently blinded, but it is so bright beyond this doorway. It is so bright, you guys instantly have to like avert your eyes. Joff, with your, I don't know, maybe it's your your newfound dark vision, something with your eyes. Um, you see, you know, here's what we'll say. We'll see that uh, uh, as this light comes out and blasts you, um, Squire literally puts his hands over your eyes, Joff, and doles the light just enough for you to actually see what's going on in this room this room is another small room 20 feet by 20 feet and in it you can see that there are eight different crystal clusters and the room is full of arcing electricity it doesn't feel the same as the previous room um, in that um, it's coming from that red crystal this still feels very dangerous and you can feel the hairs on your arms and on your neck starting to stand on end again um But this, instead of it being controlled, this is very sporadic, sparking electricity contained in this small 20 foot by 20 foot room. Um, And um, Joff or Scott, I am going to leave this up to you and the map that you can see. Okay. Okay, so there are eight crystal clusters. I am going to let you kind of figure things out before i explain things to the uh, to the listening audience
2: okay um, so if you, you want know, to talk talk it through or anything don't need to put me on the spot or anything no, um <laughs> so man i do the crystals look like you could touch them or are they just like sitting there or are they on the pedestals or anything they are literally on the ground um with your
0: what your what was your perception check again 19 19 Um, with your perception check it looks like they are not even necessarily attached to the ground looks like they may just be resting
2: on the ground okay there is a red crystal on the ground in front of me i'm gonna pick it up and take it out of the room okay Um, make a reflex save difficulty 18 Uh i rolled a
1: 26
2: good lord tonight dude like oh my god i don't know man that so that was a 19 so that i rolled plus the seven so okay you are now holding this
0: crystal in your hand what are you going to do with it immediately uh i'm just gonna like throw it down the hall like behind me throw it down the hall behind you okay it is now behind you make another dexterity save even though you are not in the room
2: Oh, is the lightning arcing from it to me now? Uh, 22. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, Anybody else would be
0: taking a ton of damage at this point. Um, Joff, you throw that crystal behind you. And as you kind of turn back around to look to see what happens in the room, an arc of electricity shoots down the hallway and strikes the red crystal behind you. But you manage to dodge out of the way. And what are you going to do at this for the next six seconds?
2: (laughs) I was trying to turn the electricity off. Oh, that's not how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) I figured that. Um, (sighs) Well, um, do I notice anything else in the room? Let me just kind of describe it to our listeners. Okay, so the room is, it's a Twenty feet by twenty feet,
0: and in it there are eight different clusters of crystals. Um, It looks like uh, right at the top of the room, the north end of the room, it is white and red, and then it goes. uh, Wait, red is red is farther down the hall now, though, right? Well, yeah, okay. So where red was white, and then red where red was, and then orange, yellow, green, dark blue, light blue, purple, in a clockwise pattern, except for red is now further down the hall behind.
2: Joff, what are you going to do in the next six seconds <laughs> before it arcs out again? Wait, is that the right order? Is that the right order, guys, of the crystals? Ebby. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Wait, wait, is it light blue, then dark blue, right? Make another dexterity saving throw, Joff. Okay, so Joff is going <laughs> to... Oh. um, I will... So I rolled a 14 on the dex save. Yes. I'm going to take it this time just to see how much damage we're looking at. Okay, here we go. Let's
0: roll this. Holy crap. Um, So that's a total of 37 damage, but you
2: take half, which means you take 18 damage. Okay, that hurt. Yikes. Um, I am going to, as fast as I can, grab the red one, put it back in its spot, and then swap the blue ones. Okay, so you get the red one back in its spot. For this turn. Okay. In order to go in and switch the blue
0: ones and switch light blue and dark blue, um, we're gonna need another reflex save. Okay. When you got the red one back in its position, the electricity stopped arcing out into the hallway.
2: Okay.
1: I can go in there. I mean, I'm a little bit more hardy now, so
2: I've I've got one more use of this magic ring, and then and then I think I'm tapped out. I might need to take a break, guys. So I'm gonna jump back into the room and, and go for it. I rolled a 15 mm. on my dexterity save. It's difficulty 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to um use the last charge of my ring to oh, make no, wait, that. No, no, a... sorry. No, I am so sorry. It is a difficulty 15.
0: You are correct.
2: Oh. It has oh, okay. been a difficulty 15 the whole time. Sorry. Okay. So, I'm going to jump into the room and swap the light blue and the dark blue into um into the correct order. Okay. Everybody who's watching this has never seen someone move so quickly to literally
0: dodge lightning bolts it's like on star wars where people are dodging the laser blasts but the laser (laughs)
2: blasts are literally beams of light which travel insanely fast anyway that's what joff is doing i envision like like it almost hitting me and then like squire standing in the way and it like arcing around squire instead of touching me that's awesome that's awesome like because i I don't take damage when i really should and, and i think that would make the most sense for for this sort of a scenario.
0: Kind of like how he's like, he's like a repelling magnet. So it kind of arcs around him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. A shield. He's the opposite
2: polarity <laughs> or however that works with electricity. This isn't magnets. This is electricity. I, I told um, you guys earlier, I'm positively charged. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <geez>. I'm sorry. <laughs> so bad. Joff, you switch the
2: crystals and instantly the electricity oof, stops. Oh, <sighs> Well, I'm gonna sit down for a minute, guys. I did it. As you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for you, Mister Pine, that could have gotten dicey.
0: <laughs> As you sit down, Job, uh, you see, in the middle of this room, there is a small, well, small. Yeah, it's it's, it's probably about gift basket size. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to use that line again because I got so much crap last time. <laughs> it's exactly the size of a gift basket. <laughs> it's probably about, a, it's a box, probably about two feet by two feet by two feet um, cube sitting in the middle of the room. It looks, it's made of metal. Um, it looks well uh, built. It has that same kind of copper and brass decoration on it. Um, and it is hinged. So, like, there's a lid to it. But Joff
2: is sitting down taking a break.
4: Was that right? Did it work? The switching the light blue and the dark blue.
2: You called it, Mr. Pine. If it weren't for your quick thinking, that could have gotten pretty dicey. Excellent. And Pine is Pine will again turn back to watch the
0: the larger electrical field crystal thing in the other room. He's kind of he's trying to figure out how long it takes for it to power back up. So he's kinda like watching his if he had a wristwatch, he'd be watching his wristwatch. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds great. Perfect. Okay. So uh what's everybody else doing?
1: Nari will come into the room with Joff and, uh, go explore that gift basket size chest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Abby's going to come in and just kind of explore the different crystal formations here and just see if he can glean anything or learn anything or take anything even. Okay. Um,
0: as you look at these crystal formations, you get the distinct impression that you do not want to move them. Yes. Um, (laughs) These are, um, these are quite large crystal formations. If you were to actually, if these things weren't like some sort of a trap, um, then these things would, you could sell these things for a lot of money. Um, probably each crystal cluster would be in the neighborhood of 300 gold pieces. Um, wow. yes. So that's why I've been picking them up. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> a trap. That's my impression of Admiral Akbar. Um, Nari, what are you doing with this gift basket, sized box?
1: I want to bust it open if I can.
0: Okay. You uh, go to swing and bust it open, and then you kind of kick it with your foot, and the lid just kind of flips back. And inside, you see a very curious thing. You see copper and brass
1: feet. Do they they look like human feet? Do they look like Ebby's feet?
0: Like bird feet? They look a little bit like Ebby's feet. But... Instead of being like a solid foot, like a human foot, they actually have just the slightest bit of split toes into looks like three toes on the front end. And then a small little toe kind of pointing up, like a, like a thumb pointing towards the center. Does that make sense? Like a bird foot or a dinosaur foot, but, but not like overly like goofy looking, just, just the barest little definition of what looks like toes. Gotcha. Does it have shocks? Like it's like Ebby right now is a hard tail, but uh, we could put shocks on his feet. <laughs> um, nobody's pulled them out of the box yet. So. Uh,
1: I will. I will grab them out of the box and I'll go, Ebby, like uh, got you some new boots, some cool kicks.
3: Oh, sick off-roading boots. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ebi, they, they,
0: so this is going to sound kind of weird. These don't, these are not boots. These are feet. But, Ebby, you get the distinct impression as you hold these that if you were to spend a few hours, you could probably figure out how to, <laughs> weird, weird enough, replace your feet with these feet. Pine comes up with his sword. Did you
4: need a hand?
3: <laughs> 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 that's, that's in. Entirely unnecessary, Pine. If anything, we'll use Nari's axe. I mean, let's be
0: reasonable.
1: <laughs> she starts sharpening it, like, excitedly.
0: <laughs> we'll say in the box, there's also, like, a Phillips head screwdriver and some Ikea directions. I was going to say Ikea. <laughs> Actually, in the box, underneath the uh, feet, there is a little plaque, a little uh, metal plaque um, with some writing on it, in allele. Ooh, what, did, what does it say? It says... In uh, kind of big letters, it says the compromise. And then in parentheses below it, it says still not enough time for mass production.
3: Oh, OK. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to hold on to these feet for a little while. <laughs> um, I know this sounds strange, but I think there might be something useful that I can do with these.
4: Is there by any chance a hand in there as well? Something we could use to help Hermine feel better.
2: Um, no, I don't think so. (sighs) Do you think we could salvage some of those parts from the hammer bros?
0: (laughs) Do
4: you think she'd she'd appreciate having a hammer for a hand?
3: (laughs) I mean, who wouldn't?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of that strong bad email from years ago. It's like, if you could replace your hands with anything, he would have a bullhorn and a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about Homestar Runner. I don't know how I keep forgetting about it. All right. Um, Yeah. So, hey, just real quick, Ebi, in game terms, this item will require attunement. Got it. Just a heads up. And that's as much as I will say.
3: Okay. Okay. All
0: right. And then as far as that, that's all there is in this room. There's these, still these eight crystal clusters. Um, and then there is the hallway to the north and the door at the far end where Nari heard the or felt the reverberating thump or boom.
1: Well, it looks like we might have to go up north. I don't I don't know if we have much other choice.
3: I think you're correct. Let's head that way.
1: I'm game. This crystal's
2: boring. Before we go, <laughs> um, Abby, if you wouldn't mind... Healing me a little. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Silly me
3: here. Let me go ahead and, and get you patched up a little bit here. Uh, I'll go ahead and use my uh, cure wounds from Moshe's avatar blessing that I got at level eight. Oh, only three. Is that right? Plus what? That Plus your, plus your modifier, right?
2: plus your modifier. Yeah. So plus five. So eight hit okay. points. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Abby. Do you need more? I can give you more too. Um, I'm good for now, but if things get hairy in this next room, then, you know, I might need a little bit more. Got it. Okay. Pine is just going to let
0: this not even offer his uh, commander's morale because he thinks it's a it's a, it's a nice moment where Joff's asking Abby for, for, for touch. Hmm.
2: That's sweet. And Joff I will always touch you when you need me to. (laughs) Well, it it surprised me that you had to touch me Uh, up until this point. You just have been mumbling some words that I can't really understand. Yes. Well, you know, I
3: mean, usually a kind word goes a long way, but sometimes, you know, there's just no substitute
2: for for contact. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't know that I believe you that you needed to touch me. It's not weird or
3: anything. I'm not weird. You know, I've just never
2: seen you touch anyone before when you heal them.
3: Well, you know, I only save it for people that really deserve it. Okay. You know?
0: As you guys are having this whole will though, won't they? <laughs> Pine, you, uh, as everyone's kind of moving, moving past you towards that door to the north, Pine, you take one last glance at the crystal just as it dims and the circle of electricity powers back on and the spokes of electricity shoot back out towards those uh, copper and brass apparati along the wall and you figure it was about five minutes okay. that it was down. I'll tell everybody as I as I come
4: heading up toward the door. It looks like when we power it down we have about five minutes before it comes back. That's so that could be handy if we need to make a quick exit or put this between us and something dangerous.
2: I am not eager to do that dance to get into that other room though.
4: <laughs> Just tell Nari what you did. Apparently she's been raring to go in there for a while now. <laughs>
0: She's like, please let me go.
1: Let me spend some of this HP.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been a lot of your HP. Um, okay. Well, you know what? It'll be very interesting. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here um, a little bit later. Um, let's see. So you guys are at that door to the north. As you guys are all sitting there with your passive perceptions, you guys can't hear anything more coming from behind the door. You do, however, hear that buzz because that doorway back into that circular room is still open and you can hear that very loud buzz of electricity lightning energy uh, coming from that red crystal being siphoned off to other areas of the facility by that, by those uh, those uh, weird copper and brass tubes that are embedded into the wall
4: I'm going to keep that door open in case we get kind of turned around, we can we can follow the sound of the buzz to find that room again
1: Do you want to have Joff try to open this, uh, this door sneakily just in case there's something behind here
4: That boy's on fire, let's let him have a go again
2: I <laughs> I feel like Lady Jaffa is getting pretty close to switching my luck to the other way, but I, I guess we can press it. Pine's been rolling 11s and 13s consistently over the past few episodes, so
0: the less he rolls, the better. <laughs> well, And Jaffa, you would know that Lady Jaffa is, you know, she's bad luck, but she's also
2: balanced. Yeah. The yeah, concept yeah. of good luck is going to be balanced by something. Yep, that's, that's why I expect something bad to happen eventually. Okay. Probably right now. Um, <laughs> Joff will try the door to see um, if it's locked or not. Okay. As you put your hands on it and you start to move it aside, it is not locked. Okay. I will, as quietly as I can, open the door. Okay. Got a 12 on my stealth. Okay. The door opens very quietly. You do let out a little,
0: "Uh," as you do it for some reason. (laughs) And it opens up into another room. This room is about 20 feet from north to south and maybe 30 feet east to west. It is also covered in these kind of decorative tiles. The walls look relatively similar to everywhere else in this floor. Um, but one thing that's different in this room is there is a staircase heading further down into the facility.
1: Oh no, not further down.
4: <laughs> well, at least it's like actual <laughs> stairs and not those holes that were sticking out of the rock.
2: That's fist construction.
4: Or rope ladders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there were a lot fewer checks that we made back then. Something just occurred to me. We haven't found a secret door in here yet. So Pine's going to start searching
0: this room for a secret door. (laughs) (laughs) Door is open.
1: Uh, While he's doing that, Nari will come in and she will kind of um, begin to investigate the stairs and see if she can see or hear anything down there.
0: Okay, why don't you make an investigation or a perception check? Pine, you as well. Looks like you went into the room too. Yeah, Pine rolled a two to look for secret doors. (laughs) <laughs> you start tapping on the walls with your cane again. There's got to be one in here somewhere.
1: Nari no, rolled a 10.
0: All right. Um, it looks like a staircase going down. Very similar to previous ones. This one might be a little bit wider going down than the previous ones. But um, other than that, it's just a nice, nicely built, um, very flush stone uh,
2: staircase heading further down.
1: The architecture in this place, I'm telling you guys.
2: <laughs> very well built. Very well built. You looking for an interior decorator? Pine's looking for secret doors. <laughs> tap, tap, tap.
1: <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Well, do we want to keep on going down? It seems like our only option right now.
4: Just give me a second while I find the secret door in here.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Never change, Pine. No matter what. Let's head down. Probably, the secret door is probably farther down. I'm a little disappointed in you for giving up. I'm going to be honest. Oh, no, he, he's been he's been tapping at the wall
2: for 15 minutes. We just cut that silence. <laughs> As we were all just staring at you, tap on every single brick.
1: We're all just kind of awkwardly, like, twiddling our thumbs. Like, oh, this one
2: moves a little bit. Oh, no, no never mind.
0: <laughs> he's like, it worked one time, like, 30 episodes ago. <laughs> well, 40 episodes ago. 45 episodes ago. Oh, my gosh, we are way into this, aren't we? All right. Um, so you guys are going to head down the stairs. I just need to know your marching order. And Joff, your passive perception is what, like 18? Uh, I believe it's passive perception is 17. Whose is an 18?
1: My passive perception is an 18.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So what is the uh, what is the marching order?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm happy to go first. I'm kind of already here.
2: Pine will bring up the rear with Colbury. Okay. I'll go right before Pine and Colbury. Yeah, Joff will go close behind Nari. Okay.
0: You guys line up and you start to descend this staircase. As you are going down, um, you guys already made perception checks, but one thing is, um, Nari, you can feel as you're going down that it is getting warmer. And not like when you were in the cave where it was gradually getting warmer. This is like, it is getting warmer. Like by every step is like another degree, basically. And by the time you get to the bottom of the stairs into another like 20 foot by 20 foot room, everyone can tell that it is definitely warmer down here. You get to the bottom of the stairs, this 20 foot by 20 foot room on the southern wall of this uh, room, there is a large double door that is closed.
1: You better check the handle, make sure it's not a fire. If it's warm,
0: (laughs) you want to back away. Use the back of your hand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, use the back of your hand. There you go. (laughs) Well, Nari will walk up to the door and uh, she will kind of put the back of her hand to it, see if she can see if the heat is coming from there.
0: Yes, it is warm. It is not to the point where you're burning your hand like you touch a hot pan, but it's definitely warmer than the brick and stone of the walls around it.
1: Can we hear anything behind it?
0: Why don't you make a perception check?
1: 27.
0: Oh, as you're standing there, this time you hear and feel a a big thump, a big kind of thud coming from behind the door.
1: This doesn't bode well, guys. Well, there's no other way out. So it's probably through this
4: door, unless there's a secret door in here. And then Pine will start tapping on the walls. (laughs)
1: Shh. Quiet, Pine. We don't want to draw attention from whatever this is. But I rolled a four!
0: <laughs> Copy turns to Ebby and he's like, is this a thing? I mean, are we worried about him? Is he, a? Uh, does he need to be, you know, is it, is it good to have him out? Does he
3: need a, a caretaker or something? <laughs> you know, it's getting more and more sketchy as the time goes on, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Ooh, uh, skipping rock! <laughs> I was just about to say, you wait till you see his whole
2: skipping rock thing. <laughs> By the end of the campaign, he might have up to seven.
5: <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness.
2: Okay. So you are in this room.
0: There is a door. It is warm. It is the same sliding doors. Jaffa's going to try the handle to see if it's locked. You try the handle, um, and it is, does not appear to be locked. Make a slide of hand check to see how much the door moved for you to find out. Um, Joff got a 26 on the sleight of hand. Yeah, okay. Joff is um, killing it this episode with his rolls. Um, yeah, the door does not move a lot. You're pretty sure that if, if anyone was watching the door, you they wouldn't have been able to tell, but you can tell that the door is unlocked. Okay. All
2: right, guys, the door's unlocked. What? Do, what's our play?
1: I guess let's try and sneak in, see what we can find.
2: Agreed. We'll be here to back you up if you need us.
0: Colby casts Invisibility on himself. And disappears from sight. It's
1: convenient.
2: You hear him say, I'm ready. <laughs> that would have been useful. All right, Joff will try and sneak into the room. Okay. You open the door, make a stealth check. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Joff got a 14 on stealth. Let me see At this. At this point, I would welcome a roll of 14.
5: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think my rolls tonight have been like a two, a three, and a five. So, you know. I don't know what the deal is, guys. I, I have never had my dice be this on fire. Joff, you slide one side of the doors
0: open. And beyond, you can see a very large room. You can see that the walls on the left and on the right, it looks like there are three huge furnaces on the Eastern wall and on the Western wall. In the middle of this room, you can see that there are eight different grates and they are glowing from underneath. The room is lit, but not lit with like lights or crystal. It is literally lit by the heat and the fire coming off of the forges and these grates in this room. This room looks to be about, oh, let me count, Oh gosh, it's like 100 feet by 100 feet. It is a very large room. Um, Beside each of these large furnaces, you can see there are these big anvils. And also beside each of these furnaces, you can see that there is a lever on the ground. So there are three furnaces on the east wall and on the west wall, and there are three levers next to each of those furnaces, as well as three anvils, one next to each of those furnaces and eight grates
2: in the middle of the room.
4: Oh, great.
2: <laughs> this looks like a boss room, guys.
1: <laughs> I will say those, uh, it looks warm in there. It looks toasty.
0: <laughs> With Joff's stealth check, when he opened the door, you all hear and feel a, as something big takes a step in the room beyond this door. Oh no. And in a voice, in a leel, you hear. Initiate primary directive. Delay your meal. And that is where we are going to stop oh. for tonight. Oh, that <laughs> sounds okay. like a
4: good directive. Pine was gonna say, hell yeah, that's my jam. <laughs>
0: Oh, all right, you guys. Wow, that was uh, a uh, a my heart is beating from all of those reflex saves that uh, or dexterity <laughs> saves that Joff had to make. That was pretty wild. Yeah, no, and the great thing is, um, little peek behind the screen, Joff no longer has the use of the use of his ring of evasion. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. Oh man, yeah, that's yes. gonna be brutal. Oh uh. gosh. Oh, and um, can I let you guys in on a little secret about that room up there? Ebby yeah. your your perception was not good enough to realize you could have walked through that electricity no problem. Dang
3: it. Oh, the, oh, I had wondered no. if that
0: was going to be the case. <laughs> the key to that room was not Joff and his reflex or his dexterity saves. The key to that room was that Ebby is meant to be down here. He is designed to be down here. And you would have been just fine moving through that room. All right, of guys. Of course. Oh, <laughs> well, man. so was Shop. Shop
5: so. <laughs> so, you know, well,
0: right. right. was 100 percent meant to be there as well. Um, so oh guys, that was a great session. A lot of fun. I'm and a- just
2: so glad I took another level of rogue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you guys, that was a, that was a fun one. Well, hey, thanks for playing. It looks like next time we are going to have um, something big is about to go down. Anyway. If you like what we're doing, hey, go uh, go uh, check out our Patreon. You can also leave us ratings and reviews. I just found out this week um, that Spotify now lets you give stars to your favorite podcast, so you can go leave us a five star review on Spotify as well. And it will just—it's super easy—and it really helps people to find us, and uh, more people then can enjoy the adventures of the twelve-sided guys in this Crystal Codex campaign. So. Until next time, when I get to finally have my TPK, have a great time.